What's going on guys? Omar from Inside the 18. As many of you guys already know, this season I've teamed up with the USL Championship to produce some goalkeeping content for them this season. Uh, in each episode, I have a segment called Between the Ears, where I speak with a goalkeeper who I believe had the best performance over the weekend. We discuss their preparation leading into the match and how they dealt with their pregame and in-game nerves. You can find the full Between the Ears episodes on the ProGK Academy YouTube channel. There you'll be able to hear the conversations as well as watch each goalkeeper's game highlights. If you can't get to them on YouTube, don't worry, because we'll be releasing them just about every Tuesday for the rest of the season. So stay tuned for those and check out the show notes for a link to the YouTube channel. Next, we're really excited to announce our new partnership with Roughneck Scarves. Roughneck is a top provider of scarves for the MLS, NCAA, and various national teams, and so much more. With our partnership with them, we will be selling an official Inside the 18 scarf. But before we do that, we want your guys' help to design it. So whether you're a graphic designer or just love to draw, send us your best design via email at insidethe18pod at gmail.com or you can DM us directly on Instagram at insidethe18podcast. The top three designs will be sent to the team at Roughneck, and if your scarf is chosen, we're going to put your signature on the scarf, and you'll be the first person to receive it. The contest is only valid until the release of our episode on Friday, April 12th, so make sure you guys get your designs in as soon as possible. If you guys want to buy your own scarf that's completely unrelated to Inside the 18, head over to roughneckscarves.com, that's R-U-F-F, neckscarves.com, and you guys can use our promo code INSIDE THE 18. And finally, we just want to thank all of you guys who are joining us every single week and for being loyal listeners. Um, All the reviews, all the feedback is really important to us because we want to try to provide you guys with as much great content as possible. And that feedback gives us an idea of what you guys are looking to hear. So keep encouraging your friends to review the show. And if you guys aren't already subscribed to the channel, please subscribe. And uh, without further ado, let's check out the Between the Ears segments with goalkeepers David Ochoa from the Real Monarchs and Ben Loon from Louisville City FC. Once again, guys, my name is Omar Zini. Let's get into it. All right, guys, so we are here with uh, David Ochoa from the Real Monarchs USL side for our segment Between the Ears. David, thanks for coming on, man. No, thank you for having me. So, you know, with the Between the Ears segment, what I like to do is, you know, have uh, each goalkeeper talk about the past week and, you know, essentially, you know, their great run of form in the USL. But give me kind of a little bit of a summary of of your life to this point, because, you know, you're the second youngest goalkeeper to ever make their USL debut, current uh, U.S. youth national team residency program. Uh, A lot of a big, big resume. So just kind of take me through because you are from Oxnard, California, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm from Oxford. And so, how did you make your way to uh, Real Salt Lake? Um, well, it all started. I went to Dallas Cup, and then from there, uh, teams saw me play, and it was Chivas for Mexico, Monterrey for Mexico, and then RSL and like Galaxy. So I had a good, like a decent performance in Dallas Cup. So then after that, uh, those teams were interested, so I kind of choose between them. So I ended up going to Chivas in Mexico. I spent around uh six to eight months there wow i couldn't play because of there was a fifa rule at the time where my parents had to live in the country for me to be able to play there uh-huh. i was just pretty much there just training and then playing in like scrimmages or maybe there's like an international tournament i went to like two international tournaments with them and i got to play in those but i, I kind of got tired of it just not playing and stuff so i ended up reaching back to rsl because um galaxy was a bit far from me so I would have to commute a lot just to train stuff. So I ended up hitting RSL and then 
they gave me the, the chance and I went um to there there in Arizona at the time CG and then I guess it was like a tryout and then I tried out I had one training session and then after that uh they were interested and they signed me up for the for the season for sure how old are you, how old were you at the time uh, I was I want to say 14 or 15 uh, a lot of things are being thrown at you. Obviously, you know you had Chivas coming at you. You have uh, you're 14 years old, super young, and then all of a sudden uh, you almost have to move not across the country, but to a different state at that young of an age. How was that experience like? Obviously, you know leaving your family, leaving your friends. Um, yeah, just you know shed some light on that for me. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna lie. It was it was a bit tough being away from your family, your mom and stuff. But I mean, at the time, it's what I wanted to do. So. I was pretty committed to it. And then that's just wanting to become a professional soccer player was pretty much my motivation. So I just fought through that, worked hard. Yeah, pretty much. That's awesome, man. And I think uh, I read that you, you decided to go with the U.S. youth national teams instead of uh, going with uh, Mexico. Uh, is that, was that because of what your experience with Chivas or is that just a preference to obviously represent the country and anything like that? Not really. Um, it was just a bit tough because like, the schedule in Mexico was a bit... Uh, different than the one here in the U.S. So when I was with RSL, a lot of the camps with Mexico were through like a big tournament or something. And uh, Martin, he wouldn't release me. Mm -hmm. So I ended up missing like two of those. And then obviously I was mad. So Martin, he called some of the U.S. national team guys. And then I got a call up for for a camp with them. And then I did good. Actually, after my first uh, camp with the national team, I got called into residency right after that. So then that pretty much kept me from staying here. <laughs> yeah, and so after that, obviously, you know, with, with the RSL and uh, you had your first debut game last season. You were still 17 with uh, the Monarchs, um, had your first debut game. Uh, and then in that, in that kind of time period, you, were, uh, you got a call from, I heard, Manchester United. Is that, was that true? I heard the rumors. I don't know. So take me, yeah, how, how was that? How, did, how was that feeling like? And again, man, a lot of stuff's being thrown at you at a young age. And uh, a lot of people nowadays, we only hear about it instead of, uh, you know, actually experiencing it. So uh, coming from the source, let us know how was that and how were your emotions going into that? Yeah, um, after my, uh, my professional debut, a couple teams were interested. So I ended up going on trials with some teams. And yeah, Manchester United was one of them. And uh, it, was, it was a great experience, honestly. It was it's just different, honestly, just different like type of lifestyle over there, just how, how focused they are on, on soccer. And like that's pretty much all they have over there. So it was, it, it was a good experience, honestly. Let's, uh, so let's fast forward now to today. And, uh, you know, first three weeks of, of uh, the season have gone by. And there's a reason why I have you on the show, David. So I mean, um, you know, you've had some, you have not some success, some very big games in the past few, past few weeks, some big time saves for your team, really, you know, preserving that shutout last week. So again, man, at a young age, how is it being the outright starter now, and how has that experience been for you? Um, honestly, it's a good experience, uh, especially having like all the coaches, uh, having like so much trust in you and like putting you in the team sheet and stuff. It feels good, honestly. It gives me gives me more confidence to go out there and actually compete against older people. So I, I have to give credit to the coaches. For sure. And, uh, yeah, man, I mean, again, uh, I want to just end this segment off by if you have any advice for any of the young kids who are trying to pursue a professional contract at a young age, anything that uh, you wish you had known when you were going through the process? Um, no, honestly, it's just hard work, honestly. I think, especially for me, coming from such a small city, Honestly, this is a pretty small city where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Uh, just how far hard work can take you, because I never thought it would make it this far. 
and I know a lot of people like doubted me uh, when I was younger. So just hard work and like if you're gonna put your all into something, like make sure it's your all. Like leave everything. Sacrifice, huh? That's pretty much yeah. Yeah, sacrifice. Gee, all right, man. Well, David, I appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, this is uh, I, I love this segment because you hear stories from from people that you would never think of. You know what I mean? And for you, it's like. You know, you're a big name and uh, um, hopefully the career and everything, the trajectory continues to grow. And it sounds like you, you've learned a lot from your experience. So uh, best uh, best of luck to you the rest of the way. And I hope to have you on here again uh, later on in the season. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So we are joined here on Between the Ears with Ben Luntz, uh, University of Akron legend. Uh, was signed by FC Cincinnati and loaned out to Louisville City, where this weekend he made his first ever professional start. Uh, ben, how you doing? Hey, man. I'm uh, doing well. I'm excited to be like officially a professional soccer player now. Hey, that's awesome, and that, that's that's a good way to start off. So, you know, a lot of people who, when they have their first ever start, or uh, whether it's in high school, college, now at the professional level for you, uh, you know, they get a little nervous and sometimes they don't play their game or they don't play the game that got them to that position. And obviously, I did a piece on you before you got drafted about your distribution and your shot stopping ability. Being able to get low at your size is, is incredible. So uh, just take me through, you know, your emotion. Were you anxious, nervous, uh, excited for the first game of your professional career? And how are you able to maintain your, your composure, for lack of a better term? Yeah, um, it's a good question. So um, leading up to this game in Atlanta, I actually didn't know uh, that I was playing up to like two, maybe two and a half hours before the game when we had our meeting. And then uh, when my when I saw my name on the board, um, I definitely got nervous. And I was nervous for like the next 30, 40 minutes, like going into the bus, going to the stadium. And I just told myself um, that it's okay to be nervous. And then I just reminded myself uh, that I had a good good week leading up to the game and just like overall I felt um, really well prepared. So I just reminded myself that it's not a big deal that I'm nervous and then reminded myself about my strengths and um, why I'm starting and that that helped me a lot and like I said my teammates also made it really easy for me to help me uh, through my first game with like really supporting and um, it went well yeah. I'm going to talk about one save in general that I loved and, you know, get a lot of questions from young kids about uh, when should I use my top hand. So take me through that save for me. Yeah, yeah it's a good question. Uh, a lot of times it's like more instinct, but when you, like, like you said, uh, the striker, uh, he was cutting inside and had, a, had the ball on his right foot. So I kind of was expecting a cold somewhere to the far post. Um, yeah, and then the ball came high, kind of a top corner, and I get a good push with my left foot. And in the video, you can say that they have another player in the box close around the six-yard box. And so the ball was very high, and I didn't think I could have gotten there with my other hand. But if I would have tried, I was sure that I probably won't hold the ball. So I didn't want to give the, give up a rebound, especially that they had a, yeah, another player um, close to the six-yard box. And I uh, decided to go with my top... Uh, right hand and was guiding actually the ball a little bit out of danger and um, yeah well at the end was a good save and the right decision for sure man that, that was big time and uh, like you said you didn't want to give up the rebound centrally or in a dangerous position and that coordination to get that uh, left leg in the ground push off and then hit that top hand and push it out of danger I think it went out for a corner so all in all 
beautiful play and uh, very textbook like. And I thought that was something that I wanted to highlight for the young kids, especially, you know, people who want to know top hand, bottom hand, things like that. So uh, obviously the big one of your biggest strengths is your distribution. Any advice for the young kids, tall or short, whatever the case may be, uh, that you would give them to really uh, help them improve on their their distribution? Yeah, so first of all, it doesn't really matter tall or short. Um, it doesn't matter, like, a distribution is, like, these days is a big part of the game. And so there's no excuse if one type of a goalkeeper should, like, be good with their feet or not. And for me, there's honestly just a really simple answer, and um, that's practice. So, um, and one, one important thing is that you should, like, should train playing with your feet or, like, clipping balls to the fullbacks or even goal kicks to the striker, to the right person, to the person you wanted to. And, um, yeah, you can – you definitely should train it in training, probably even after training. That's what I've been doing. I was staying after training. Just try to play those balls to my fullbacks. And I was putting, like, a little goal, or even, like, a big goal to the sideline and just trying to hit them. And then it's important that you, like, try those balls in, like, a pressure situation, like, even, like, in training, 11v11. And, and then leading up to games, and even if it seems risky, um, yeah, starting at a young age, like high school is probably like a perfect age. Like trying playing risky balls in in like game situation, and then it gives you a confidence when it works in training, and it works in a maybe not important game, but then it will work in an important game leading up to like that's a normal thing. For sure, yeah, and I think we you know we had uh, Nick Romando on here. Uh, not on my show, but on uh, Inside the 18 podcast. And he pretty much said, you know, the TV doesn't show all the mistakes or the bad kicks that I had in training where I took a chance and didn't get it to the, to the striker. Or, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you have the mental block and, like you said, work through it, work through it, take chances. Um, I, remember, I uh, remember my first year at Akron was my sophomore year in college. In training and warm-ups, uh, into, uh, warm-ups before games, those balls, I would hit them perfectly fine. But then I couldn't translate it into, into games. Uh, and that's just a process that takes a little bit of time, but if you just stick to your line and just stick to it, it will come, no no doubt. For sure. All right, Ben, thank you so much for being on uh, Between the Ears, man. I think uh, the kids are going to love some of your answers. Definitely relatable, and uh, it's beautiful to have. I keep saying the word beautiful. It's great to have. <laughs> it's great to have it from a professional perspective. And, uh, again, congratulations on your first start. Hopefully it's the start of many. Uh, and uh, hopefully your coach doesn't tell you five, ten minutes before the game again, so you have some more time to prepare. Thank you very much. Thanks, uh, thanks for being on the show. Of course. All right, Ben. Have a great one. Yeah, you too. Bye.